Okay, good evening, folks. Once again, we are back in the building, in the DNLB building today. It Bonsoir. is two girls and a mic. I am Lala. Bonsoir. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means good, good evening. I didn't good night. do French. I no, it Spanish. means good evening. Yeah, it means good evening. Bonsoir. So, buenas tardes. <laughs> buenas noches. Buenas días. Señorita. Hola. Hola. <laughs> so we're back in the building. We're bilingual, did you not know? Well, listen, I'm about trilingual right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so La, how have you been? I've been all right, you know. Like, Good. you know, had a bit of fun, had a bit of fun. La, you've had a lot of fun. Don't try and call it a bit listen, of fun. Listen, okay. the bag's under my eyes right now. I'm, people are like, La, you really don't look your age. But you see me right now in this shop. I look every bit of my age and then Why, some. what have you been up to? I am tired, but good tired because I've been doing good stuff. So let me shout out to um, Kojo, the mm-hmm. comedian, because mm-hmm. he very kindly invited me down to come and watch the amazing, the great, the talented mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle. That sounds weird. Yeah, this already. was like um, he selected, you know, a, a handful of people that he knew to come and watch him and some other UK comedians as well. I didn't know they were going to be there. I just mm-hmm. saw Dave Chappelle. Wow. And I was like, cool. So it was at the Backyard um, Comedy Club, which is in Bethnal Green. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, Dave is amazing. Dave, we, we know that anyway, but yeah. kind of seeing him in that intimate setting was really nice. And I love the fact that he hosted that show and he hosted it with a, you know, some of the best comedians that we have from our industry. So okay. I'm talking people like Travis J. Mm-hmm. I'm talking people like Baba Tunde. Oh, I love Axel, Baba the comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, Judy Love. Who else was there? Oh, God, have I missed anybody? It was just... It was so good kind of seeing them kind of being hosted by Dave because I felt like it made them step up their game. Like, mm. as you can imagine, Dave is like a comedy god to them lot. Yeah. Shouts out to Travis J. I listened to his um, podcast the other day and he just could not stop kind of going on about the fact that, you know, Dave said I was amazing. He loved my set. That's and beautiful. like he knew who he was. Um, Angela Lamar was there as well. Who's, yeah. You know, Travis's mum, um, obviously she's a comedian and he knew all about Angie, mm-hmm. knew, about, knew mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, Angie was Travis's son. So Travis is like, oh my God, he knows me. He acknowledges mm-hmm. me. Like, so mm-hmm. it was so funny listening to his podcast. So shouts out to Travis. But yeah, man, it, it was just, it was good. It was just a pleasure kind of watching him. Yeah. And it was nice because I feel like given who he is, um, I got the feeling or the sense that Dave is probably the type of comedian that kind of thrives really well in kind of those small kind of comedy clubs, you know. Yeah. Even though he could very easily fill out an entire stadium. Yeah. But I feel like he feels more at home. He was just real comfortable, just, you know, just sitting there with like a group of maybe, there's maybe like 40 people in, the, in that room. Yeah. Busting bear jokes, poor, poor white people got it, but in a funny way, mm-hmm. they were like loving it as well. Just, you know, he's very witty. Yeah, no, I love Dave Chappelle. I remember I used to um, watch... I just used to go onto YouTube and watch Mm. clips of him. And he was one comedian that would just... You would just be nearly choking with laughter. Literally. Yeah, so he's he's always been... And he was just the host. So can you imagine, in between each set... Yeah. It was like... He would remember each comedian's uh, material and kind of go off the back of that. Mm. He was just improvising the whole time. And I was crying every time that man opened his his mouth. Yeah. He's a true great. So it was good. And then we did like a little Q&A session afterwards. Um, I think one person asked... um, 
like um, whose side are you on, Cat Williams or Kevin Hart? Because you know they had their little spat mm-hmm. not too mm-hmm. long ago. And he more or less just turned around and said, look, Cat, I love him to death. That's my boy. I love um, Kevin as well. He more or less called Cat a bully. He's like, he mm. just needs to leave Tiffany alone and let her get, get on with it. And he goes, you notice how he didn't come for me? Because mm. he couldn't. Mm. There was no way in hell, because I, you know, more or less, he didn't say this, but, you know. said so him. Yeah. Mm. So, and also as well, like, he said, at the moment, Tiffany's like the biggest thing going right now. So he's mm. just coming for the people who he knows is in a, in a really good position. Like, Kevin is like the guy right now. Mm. Tiffany is the guy right now. Mm. And he's just poking, poking, poking the bear. Mm. But he need, essentially needs to leave them alone because mm. they're not the problem. Yeah, which is what he and was saying. And they're not. You need they're to not. take your beef up with the game, not the players. Right, exactly. So... Let them get theirs. But yeah, shouts out to Dave. Thank you so much. Having an amazing, entertaining time. And shouts out to all of the, the comedians that kind of hit the stage, man. You lot smashed it. Mm. We saw Judy Love at the, um, the Black Magic Award. Yeah, and I thought yeah. she was really good. That's the first time I'd seen yeah, her Yeah, live. yeah, she was good. Because I only good. ever see her in like social media, yeah. little videos people post, yeah. all that she posts. But I actually, she was, yeah, she was hilarious. So. Good. It was so funny kind of seeing, because obviously her comedy is quite raw. So when you watch her doing, a, doing giving her two cents on whatever topic they're discussing on This Morning or Good Morning Britain, and you're like, wait, I'm waiting for her to swear, I'm waiting for her to curse, I'm waiting for her to say something outlandish. But yeah. obviously she's in a different mode there. But that's obviously, that's how I know Judy. But yeah, she, she was cool, man. Mm. She was really good, so... Thoroughly enjoyed that. So, but you've been busy yourself going to see certain plays. Yeah. So I went to see Misty the other day, mm-hmm. which is um, a play written by Arinze Kene. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. It really was. I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I purposely didn't go to a Q and A um, that we'd heard about and been had been invited to before I had the opportunity to see the play because I wanted to see it with fresh eyes because I'm mm. kind of annoyed at myself sometimes. That, you know, when something comes out, be it a play, a film, or this or that, and you read so much about it before you actually get a chance to kind of take it in for yourself. And in a way, it kind of... I think sometimes it can direct your mind and it mm. can direct your experience, so I didn't want that. Um, so yeah, I um I went to see the play. I loved it. I thought it was very expressive. I was choked up at, at in certain parts of it. Um actually shed a tear and I I just thought about I'm not going to give away, you know, what it's about if I if I could anyway, but um I think the thing that I really enjoyed about it was to see somebody um expressing themselves so kind of freely mm-hmm. that's what I got from it his all his modes of expression within the play were just were real were, were kind of real moments of freedom I just looked at him like <laughs> so that's like yeah you know and it's funny because actually one of the themes or perhaps the theme through the play is one of um kind of not censorship but you know how how maybe a black artist chooses to um or or thinks about or has to think about the politics around 
the art that they create. So in a sense, kind of like people wanting you to curtail your freedom to fit a certain or to not fulfill a certain kind of narrative. I don't want to give too much away, but as I said, what I liked about um, the play was that it just spoke to me about freedom on a number mm. of different levels. And I think that's the bit that choked me up as well, because it made me think about all these young men that, you know, I come into contact with in my, you know, personal life and my work life as well. Um, you know, young guys coming up who who seem to be unable to who feel mm. unable, they might not be un, un, unable, but they feel unable to really be their true free selves. Yeah. And they're kind of constricted and restricted by all these social constructs. And it was really quite good to see someone not, not having to operate within that. So I, fi- I found that quite mesmerising to watch. And mm. it, it was, yeah, I was really emotional. That's interesting. If you didn't really dislike was. me so much, I would actually go to play, <laughs> But I'm not going to talk about that because I'm still holding feelings. Oh, man, he's good peeps, man. Like he's I said, boy. I David for it. He set it up. And now here, here we are. <laughs> but yeah, no, so it's a, it's a good piece of art. It's at the Trafalgar Studios. I think it runs until... Um, uh, maybe the 20th of November, I think. Mm. So if you're interested, people, I would recommend you go and see it and we can compare notes. Yeah, right, lovely. Oh, let me shout out um, my Jama. Um, she invited me to her Halloween party and I have to say it was yesterday, which is why I'm tired because I had to get up again at half five this morning to teach her fitness class. But yeah, no, she had a Halloween party that I went to and it was amazing. People really showed out. I think we're slowly turning into... I hate this. America. I hate this. Because from when I was younger, what I remember is for the most part, Halloween here, a little bit of trick-or-treat. You put on one witch's hat. Even and maybe that. a witch knows, and that was about it. Mm. Now people are really going all out. I like, don't know if I enjoy that. Mimicking maybe their favourite pop star, so somebody turned up like uh, like Cardi B, mm. dressing <laughs> the red dress that she got attacked, well, that she fought Nicki Minaj in, mm. and then she put like a knot on her head. Mm-mm-mm. So there was that. There was somebody turned up as Tupac. I saw the mark. Like, there was just every and everybody in there, mm. and I was like, wow, people really, really went all out. But isn't it like such an Americanism? Because what are we doing that for? It is. It is an Americanism, very much so. It was fun, but it did make me think, I'm like, it was never like this before. When, at what point did it change? At what point did people say, yeah, let's, let's, let's. I I don't know. Do you know what? You're you're right. It it definitely has changed. I don't know what, at what point it has, but as I see it changing, it just seems so... It seems so. It kind of seems contrived to me. The change mm. seems contrived because it's not. It's not our culture. It's like, what are we doing? Mm. Like, no, it's nothing about fancy. If you want to have a fancy dress party in October, yeah. have a fancy dress party in October. But why are you suddenly taking on this thing that literally means nothing to mm. us? Like. I don't, I don't get it, but, you know, I'm all for parties and having fun. Yeah, so well, that's why we I know there's a couple of people out there that want to be like, you pagans out there celebrating yeah. Halloween, blah, 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 and all the rest of it. And I'm like, listen, I don't even go to church. So for me to, like, take a stand on, you know, mm. not... 
And I'm not even celebrating Halloween. I'm literally like, let me just dress up because I feel like dressing up. Mm. What am I going to dress up as today? Mm. But I That's I, what I mean. I mean, if it was just touted as, <clears throat> as a... a uh, mm. a fancy dress party or a look-a-likey party or whatever. Mm. I kind of understand it, but that's that's kind of why it seems contrived. Not it's mm. not the Halloween bit. I can't even bother with those people. I know I know you're talking about the school of oh, it's this pagan thing. This, yeah, this, and that. oh whatever. Like get off your high horse, it's mate. Like, what do you do on a day-to-day basis that I could pick apart and you know, say? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to like piss for, off. That, for that. Yeah. I, for that, I already fall into the school of thought that. You that actually becomes contrived. Even mm. saying, "Oh, I don't celebrate." Like I don't celebrate mm. Halloween, but I don't feel the need to be like, "Oh, I don't celebrate Halloween." That is just so annoying. Yeah, people <laughs> do that. I, it's so boring. I mean, you can say to someone like, "Bro, I bet you celebrate Christmas every year, but how many times this year have you gone to church?" Exactly. Probably never. Exactly. So people that start doing the announcements of what they do and that is, that's like really, really boring. <laughs> But I, I just think it's the... It's not even the Halloween bit. It's more the kind of, this is what Americans do yeah. in Halloween. It's and we haven't thought of anything right. for ourselves. We've just jumped, jumped on, on their bandwagon. That just seems so reachy. Yeah. But, you know, I guess it's all in good fun, so... Yeah, I'm just impressed with people's creativity. Because, yeah. like... I'm like, bro, I didn't think about it. And I went, I went with Sade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, who did she go... So who did you guys go as? Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. So, she's gonna kill me. But anyway, so I remember earlier in the week, she said, Oh, I don't know what to wear, I don't know what to wear. She goes, What are you wearing? So I said, I'm gonna do what I did. Maybe a couple of years ago, we went to another Halloween party and mm-hmm. I dressed up as the devil. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm just gonna the do rain. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing. So I just dressed in all red and had like horns and I had red contacts in. Do the same thing, but a different red outfit this time. <laughs> yeah. So. She's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So she said to me she's going to go as a bunny or catwoman or something like that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. So I get dressed yesterday and I'm like, right, I'm getting in the cab. I'm coming to meet you. I come to the house. I'm not seeing no bunny ears, no cat ears, no nothing. I've seen her hair in braids and she's got a boiler suit on, a blue boiler suit and some trainers. So I'm like... I don't even get that. I'm like... Who's that? I'm looking at her. I didn't say anything. I was thinking, why are you not dressed? And I just thought, oh, maybe she just couldn't be bothered. And then I thought to myself, I hope, um, hope she gets in, because I remember reading in the email that was sent that it is compulsory that mm. everybody dresses in, in fancy dress. Mm. So I was like, okay. I didn't say this to her, but I'm, I'm thinking, I hope they ain't got no strict dickheads on the door. Or a clipboard bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So she's like, so I was like, okay. She's like, oh, I had to change my outfit. So she said to me... <laughs> <laughs> that she's come as one of the girls in Set It Off. I think, oh, oh, come on! This me. <laughs> so I'm like thinking to come myself, on. which one's that? She goes, Titi. I'm like, you're saying that to me like I know their names. I'm like, which, which, which actress is it? Is Brittany say either Jada or Queen Latifah or Rivica Fox or Elise... Is it Elise Neal? Yeah. Hello. So it's Elise Neal. She plays Titi. You know the one that says, I got money, her. So she's come as her. And then I looked at her and I was like, mm, <laughs> you kind of look like you just come as yourself. Like <laughs> you could just be anyone. And she knows it as well. So when we got there, 
Um, we saw, shout out to K-Curd, comedian K-Curd. He came as Prince Hakeem from mm. coming. He looks amazing. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say to the white people out there, if you want to do, if you want to be a black character, it's perfectly acceptable for you to be that. You don't have to blacken your face. Can we talk about that? Right? You don't have to do that. Can we K, look, we got the image. Stupid. He had the hat on, the bloody, the, 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 the fake animal on his thing, a suit and everything. Okay, you're Prince Hakeem from um, Coming to America. Yeah. Didn't have to no black, black up his face, face at all. And you got in his outfit was banging yeah so i just want to shout out to the to the people that actually have sense and understand mm -hmm. and do their google research and understand that blackface is a is a deep offensive, offensive very offensive mm. and try to all those idiots out there liking it so you well, well white people want to dress up listen stop this stop this now because mm. you're out there dressing up like Trayvon Martin he's a real person he's not no character mm. there's a young man that was cruelly that was died mm. died and you're not out there dressing up in hoodies because much. it's funny doing too idiots much. but anyway I, I digress so it's all my shot <laughs> so yeah so she was like you know having a laugh and then this morning when I posted the pictures my mum was like what? Didn't Sade want to dress up? <laughs> <laughs> and my other friend was like, must have quipped something about, oh, and tonight, Matthew, Sade's going to come as Sade. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a good time. We had, we, we did have fun. So yeah, so that's out to Sade. I love you, girl. Love you. <laughs> so yeah, man, come as yourself. Why not? And we got in, so... That was that. But yeah, no, yeah. So you um Halloween, you know, naysayers, bun you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to um another topic. Do you wanna talk about this Nicki Minaj Cardi B? Not really. Because I mean, I'm tired, Cheryl. No, can I, I just say, I'm tired. And have the man really, tired. Take yeah, me to the king tired. I'm I haven't tired. really... Take me to the king. I'm, I'm I haven't there. really taken so much of it in. But I'm just going to say now, like, one... Like, <laughs> it's so petty, so I might as well get my petty on. Mm. I don't know the facts. I don't know who is allegedly right and who is allegedly wrong. Nope. But I back Nikki, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you why. Not that I care, but go ahead. Because I just, you know, I think if you're gonna have any kind of beef, any kind of beef within your field, mm. you have to be good. Just be good at what you're doing. What do you mean good as in an artist or good at starting beef and No, yeah, good as an artist. Right, okay. So to me, Nikki's paid her dues. Mm -hmm. She's a good artist. She's a good rapper. You know, she has got styles, lyrics, mm -hmm. and flows. Mm -hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, now that you're good, you can do what you want. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Whereas with Cardi... Honestly, don't... I just feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't I just feel like you trying to be. <laughs> she just Cardi B. <laughs> she just, <laughs> she just, she just came. My teeth. <laughs> she just came, right? I don't think she's that talented mm -hmm. in terms of her flow is so dead. Honestly. Oh, honestly. <laughs> like, it's so dead. Right, right, right. And she's bringing nothing new to 
to the game. So if you're not even all that in my head, I'm just like, you should not be out Mm. here beefing and doing all of that when you're not even good. It just, I can't really get with someone who you haven't, you're not good in whatever field you're in, and but you're still bickering. Like, go and be good, and then come back and bicker. Then I'll be like, I'll probably like even take what you're saying or something. Like, literally, I I, I honestly don't give a shit about this argument. But I found myself like scrolling through <laughs> because it was just like because it was all over social media. Yeah. So when I see Nikki's post and whatever she's saying, and if the shade room like re- repost it and like talk under it, I didn't even bother to read all of it. I'm just liking. Mm. And I'm going through the comments. I'm liking certain things that I'm hearing or that I'm reading. When it was Cardi B's ones, I was like, mm, scroll, whatever. Mm-mm. This your <laughs> I beg. You weren't even looking. I beg. You already decided. <laughs> scroll. <laughs> so I'm just completely biased, but that's how I feel about it. Oh my god! I wish I had a two cents to add to this. I'm just so, like I said, I am Tamala <laughs> man tired of this because every morning I wake up, it's a new thing. What is the problem today? What is it? I think Steph like, London's involved to... now. Oh come on, so Steph! So I just, I'm no, just, let I'm me tired, just, man. let me just say as well. Let me just say what I'm not, <laughs> what I'm, what I'm to not gonna back. King. Steph London. <laughs> doesn't need to get involved. I hope she doesn't. I really like Steph. Yeah, I don't want her to get involved because I think she's another one that could work on just becoming a bigger star. Like, you're too mm. early in the game. I'm not saying she's not good. Mm. I just feel like you're I love too her kind of... Like yeah, flow. you're too kind of just... Come, you got so much to do that this shouldn't even be on your radar. You're so... Do you see what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, I think my, my thing is, like, let them... Do that. Do what they're doing. Like you're early you're coming get, through. You should have In your fact, focus. While they're over there, like bickering and like fighting, you could be. You're probably going to be out there, like moving. Thank you. And jumping. I don't know if you'll jump past Nicki Minaj, but no, she won't. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like you, your profile. You yeah. Just work on that while they're distracted with other things. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Because you're you you but. You should. That's exactly how you should be thinking. Yeah. You're so early in this game. You're not. You, you're not a vet yet. So why would you even distract yourself yeah. with something that is kind of going on? One overseas. Two. Mm. It's not even your main. You know. You don't even really have a dog in that fight. Just do your thing. If she gets involved, like I'm not. Again, I'm not really going to care. But my view will just be. I don't care I what the rights. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I don't. I don't care yeah. what the rights and wrongs of it are going to be. I'm not going to back you. It's just going to mm. be like, what are you talking about? It's going to be a scroll path because mm. you shouldn't be involved. I want to see you doing music. I want to see your star getting brighter. Yeah. I want to be like, yeah, she's from she's like, she's, she's from our side. Yeah. You know, don't start getting involved with whatever that trash they're doing. Left them to it. I think the only time I kind of paid attention to a Nicki Minaj beef is when Nicki and Remy mm, were going mm, at it. And that's mm. only because I'm like, I know Remy has got bars. She's mm. probably the only person who could go up against Nikki and just be like, this is what I said. I meant what I said. I'll say it again. Don't push my buttons. Because, you know, if I get on the track, I will destroy you. And she's capable as well. Um, And the the Sheetha track Mm. speaks for itself. Mm. That's the only time I've ever taken any, any notice because it was kind of like it was a lyrical battle, whereas this one is like it's social just so media. Petty. 
back and forth, oh. back and forth. Mm. The fans are getting involved. They're threatening um, Cardi B's um, baby and stuff like that. And I'm just like, this is this is a nonsense. I don't. This is not progressive at all. Like, if you're gonna so, if you're gonna die at each other, put it on put it on wax. Mm. Let's let's have another beef then. If that's yeah. what's gonna let's keep it on. And I don't really think Cardi's built for that unless. Flipping Quaver or whatever his name is, right? Said something. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. I told you, see, this is what I was no, no, like. Cool, we got, yeah, our, we got yeah, our yeah, yeah. Out, That's but... the point out anyway. Yeah, girls, just, just leave it. Yeah, that's why men always surpass us because we're always arguing. No, about but men meet be beefing as well. Look at Meek Mill and Drake, yeah. Pusha T and Drake, Kanye versus but everyone. They, they can afford to because there's there's more men. It's a male dominated field, whereas there's only a small pool of women, women, and they only allow in. At one point, I think Nicki Minaj was at the top for the longest amount of time, and there's other little other women trying to, you know, scrap for even the, the smallest piece of the pie. Mm. So I just feel like that this might is a be bit part of, a, of the problem. Though, yeah, that I think it, people are saying that Nikki cop blocks other people, but I don't, I don't really care. I don't. She's really talented. Know. Okay. Good. So today on Twitter. Oh, Oh God! Hashtag fraud bay. Did you read, oh, yeah, of course. Did you read the story? I was slurping the tea of that. Okay, story. guys. So tea was you may good. or you may not be aware, but apparently there was a young lady who posted her tale of woe. Shall I say her name is at Blessed Angel? Hashtag fraud bay. So basically, it's a long thread in regards to some guy who was. Were they just a link? It's just a link. Isn't so it? basically, she met a guy and mm. started in her mind, seeing this guy. Mm. And she said it was for, you know, maximum, she said two months, but she said it was pretty intense. So there was a day, an evening, where they were going to go out on a double date, her and this guy, mm-hmm. and the um, her friend or best friend and the best friend's um, guy. So the guy that she'd been seeing or linking messaged her to say that he couldn't find his wallet and oh it just seems so weird he feels like he's losing his mind he can't find his wallet so obviously they're supposed to be going out so essentially it boiled down to she must have said to him don't worry i got this Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. just pay me back but don't let's not be late that kind of thing that's what it sounds like so um i don't know if she's given him her card to just like pay you know sometimes there's that thing of mm. i don't want it to be seem like i'm taking money from you so maybe take my card or she's just if he's just had it or yeah. if he's seen it on that day so anyway she said that evening they went out um th- th- their part of the bill or the bill came up to 80 pounds plus whatever um and she paid on behalf of them yeah um Being and he but he he was he was going to be paying her back yeah so she said that in fact that evening was the last time she ever saw him again face to face so what happens what transpires is that um he never does pay her back and then so she was describing in this thread yeah. that awkward kind of moment of am I going to start now running someone down for 80 boys mm. girls out there yes why not <laughs> it's your money yeah. he said he was going to pay it back mm. you should pay it back Mm-mm. it's not a big thing you're just asking are you going to keep your word and pay it back mm. if they tell you no then you know but if they're saying yeah I'm going to pay it back yeah. hey, you're waiting now <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so she now um she didn't get it back and then she just thought okay let me cut my losses yeah. so then they stopped seeing each other 
now, gang, gang, this one is the tea. <laughs> so she said that, um, I don't know if she checked her account or if the bank contacted her, but mm. then there were all this, all this suspicious activity on her account to the tune of a thousand odd plus pounds. One thousand two hundred and so. Flights or yeah. trip to Paris, hotel, flowers. So mm. it turns out fraud bay mm-hmm. the dude had got her card details and was spending up the place Mm-mm. hashtag disgrace <laughs> hashtag ew, hashtag no manners <laughs> no kind of behavior terrible mm. so she wrote this thread about it and people were just people were actually going nuts it was like it was really i don't know if it was trending but people yeah. were retweeting people were replying it was an absolute mess on Twitter. But like I said, I was slurping the tea. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this is like some some novel. Where my popcorn <laughs> is? This is like a novella. So, what are the lessons we can learn from right. Ford Bay? Let's start from the top, girls. Are you listening? <laughs> settle down. Settle, settle down. Get your notepads and pens. Right. We got some notes for you. Okay, so in the first instance. In the first instance. So you meet some guy. It sounds like this is a very fresh, when I say fresh, like early days, probably barely even weeks. Because she's saying two months. Yeah. Let me just be honest with you. I don't believe two, it's two months. months. No, no, it's not even that. But two months is maximum 62 days. Mm. Are you joking me? 62 mm. days, eight weeks. What is that? <laughs> That's a summer holiday and change. And you got him to go on like double date already. Uh, I'm like, hey, hey, no. Because uh, you, you've got to screen him yourself you first. You've got to do some screening. Before you start introducing him to your, your circle of people. You, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes I accept that the introduction to the circle mm. is a bit of a screening itself. Can be, but yeah. Le- but let me just be real with you. And this is, this is the advice, you know, coming from somebody who's, you know... <laughs> I just... To me, time can fly. You know, when you get mm. older, you feel like time's flying. What I've realised, though, in time flying is that life is such a long game Mm. and I'm not even talking about relationships I'm just talking about in general to really I know everything in this day and age is so swift isn't it people are swiping left or is it right I don't even know microwavable food I know it sounds cliched but it's still real you put something in the microwave four minutes later you're taking it out you want to eat it do you see what I'm saying we're on this quick 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 kind of thing and I think to really breathe into something and to really get to know something it's not it's, it's not two months you've got to really take your yeah. time and I don't even I'm not even saying it just on the less on the thing of relation even forget relationship even your probation period at work is usually three months <laughs> that's true it's usually three that's months. actually a good guideline it's like look if you ain't gone past the three months I'm saying and already you're talking about double date here and double date there. Right. So that's, to mm. me, num- lesson number one mm. is take time. Mm. Take time. In everything you do, just take time. You see me? Hear that, Lee? I love a take, take time. time. <laughs> <laughs> I take my time. Some may call it 
indecisive and I, yeah. I, I admit there's a bit of indecision about me but also I'm actually I you know I like to think of it as I'm being decisive in my own way mm. because in all this time that I'm taking about certain certain situations I'm taking my time to decide yeah that's what I'm actually out here doing and it might take me a while but so be it I know when I've made the decision I've made the right decision mm -hmm. that brings me to point number two <laughs> and this is a serious one people really need to take note do not lend money that you cannot afford to lose mm. let me just repeat that again don't start lending people money that you cannot afford to lose because in every lending transaction there is always the possibility that you're not going to get, get it back. back for real in fact mm. when you're lending someone something always have in your mind mm. if this doesn't come back what then mm. what does it mean not in two ways what does it mean for your pocket and your mm. finances what does it mean for your relationship mm. what does it already mean? you kind of you started a standard that who will probably expect if if this was a proper relationship mm. and you started it early mm. so how much money was it he initially asked she's, for she's, for the dinner it was like 80 pounds she said it was 80 plus pounds okay so we'll start at 80 pounds yeah mm -hmm. that's that's where you've started mm -hmm. so then a couple more months go he goes from 80 pounds to 160 pounds mm -hmm. to 300 mm -hmm. to 200 it's just gonna go up and up and, and up. the thing is this is this is why i say if you can't afford to lose because mm. if you're about that life and if it ain't tricking because you got it like that mm. then by all means be buying him how many dinners you want you can be the sugar mummy whatever play whatever yeah, role, role you, you want, want. Yeah. but make sure that you're doing it with that heart of mm. this is what i want to do not I'm doing mm. it, but at the same time, I'm even pinching inside because he said he was going to pay and he still hasn't paid back that one and I'm doing again and I'm doing again. If, 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 if that's not the standard you want for yourself, because trust yeah. me, it's, it's not what I... That's what I, I want. already set the standards, so he's going to... Well, right, 80 pounds, OK, so next time I'll just ask for... X amount, yeah, and X amount, or you become his ATM. Yeah, you've, you, you've set that standard that's, for him, and, and that's what it really is. If if you're about that life, if you're about that, you know, don't worry, babe, I'll take care of me and you because I'm a strong woman. Mm. If you want to do all of that, do it. Mm. But you got to do it with your chest. You oh, can't wow. be doing it, and then you're going to your girlfriend's. Ah, oh, this dude, I feel like he's rinsing me. Da -da 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 then you shouldn't be doing it if that's how you feel. But if it's, like, minor to you, then just do it. Mm. But if you know that, if you know that, in fact, that's not even the dynamic that you want, don't start it, because then, like you said, you've started once, you will continue, then that becomes a dynamic and you're not even comfortable that's in it. it. I'm not comfortable in that dynamic. Mm -hmm. If you can't find your wallet, baby, <laughs> let's stay at home. There's rice in the fridge. <laughs> So I've got a big pot of rice in there. Got some, in the some pasta that only takes, what, a couple of minutes to boil up? I mean, we, we good, babe. We good for food. You don't need anything else. Okay, so what what, what are the other red red flags in this scenario? So um, she lent in the money, the £80. How did he get her car details again? Well, I, th I think she actually gave... That's why I wonder if she maybe gave him her card to control. And that brings me to... Because she needed to get the details, the CV, CVC, is it called? Number? Yeah, yeah. That brings me to point number three. And I say this 
you know, f- from a professional angle as well. Fraud is real out there, you know. Listen, tell me Fraud about it. Fraud is real out there. So, you know, you need to be wary. It doesn't matter who you're around. You just think, oh, yeah, your friends, your friends, or, yeah, he's my dude, he's my guy. If you don't know somebody like that, you need to be careful. Mm. Your debit card details, your credit card details, your bank details, even your identity yeah. People will take and convince that. Mm. So people need to realise. Because if someone Fs up your credit, that can affect you in so many different ways. Mm. It really, really can. And sometimes it can affect you in ways that you don't know until you walk into that bank and you're trying to get a mortgage. And Mm. all of a sudden Mm. you're like, but I earn enough money. sorry, but you can't get this because you've got this amount of CCJs. Right? That you don't even know about. So that's my, that's my third takeaway from it. Listen, mm. fraud is real out there. Trust me, I know. I know. So you've you got to be careful. You've got to protect yourself. It's not every Tom, Dick and Michael, so this guy's yeah, name you was trust. that you meet. You just <laughs> yeah. not trusting like that. Mm-hmm. It's not, what is it? What was, where was this link commenced? Now, Tinder. <laughs> And you're just already just all someone flew into your DMs eight weeks later. His mm. debit cards are credit cards are being handed. So I can't believe on. the time scale of it was just had me like, whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. My fourth takeaway from it, I have to say, is I think she did the right thing. She got the authorities yeah. involved. She sat down. There's no point in just wiling out, cussing, rinsing, making a thread on Twitter for people to like, retweet mm. and comment on. If in the meantime, you've gone with your money. Right? Mm. She actually, she, she gathered all the information mm. that she needed. She saw the fact that he... I like how she gathered her friends together and they were like, right. They created a WhatsApp this group. This is what we're going to do. Fraud Day. Fraud Day was the name of yeah. the WhatsApp group. So she had seen, um, so she had seen things like um, that, as I said, the EasyJet or whatever mm. to, to the booking to, reference yeah, number, yeah, to Paris. So her friend went in there and saw his name, and then she saw on his on his Twitter he'd put catch flights and feelings. This is mm. how four one nine nonsense people will be even as well, boy. Stunting, mm-hmm. stunting. Laughing and cackling right. and giggling. So she saw that. So she saw that tweet and then she added it up to see that he'd actually booked flights. She saw, um, found out maybe the girlfriend's timeline or whatever and then saw the girlfriend saying, oh, like her babes just sent her flowers at work. She now zoomed in on like the card that came with the flowers. It said prestige flowers. She's seen on her statement. <laughs> so she gathered yeah. all of that. And as I understand it, she went to the authorities. Yeah, yeah. And I think that he was prosecuted mm-hmm. for it and convicted. And so now he's going to hold a conviction. And however that affects his future, that's, that's, for, him to, yeah. that's for him to work through. Good. That's for him to work through. So that's my... I can't remember what number we're up to. That's my fourth. fourth. That's my fourth takeaway I know you were saying, you know, there's no point in her, like, going wilding out on Twitter and everything, but she did... She absolutely did the right thing. Yeah. However, a small part of me, I have to get someone to fuck you up. Oh, no. Because <laughs> when I was like... You know, I'm just saying... In my heart and my soul, I was like, 1,200 pounds out of my account. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is for me to get 1,200 pounds out of my owner account? But here you are, no. paying for flights to Paris, <laughs> flowers for your girlfriend. I think he paid his Sky bill as well. Because you know the Sky bill, um, that, yeah, that kind of pile up. He was paying for them. 
I'm like, okay. No. All right, I'm going to you know see what you're doing out I'm there. I'm so glad you said it. On I my account, because like... To. Yes, the law should get involved, and yes, absolutely, you need to be taken to court. But you need two to get types of law. You need to get banged up. Yeah, there's two types of law. Because there, there's um, there's screenshots and kind of um, Twitter messages from him, just just basically mocking mocking the girl, mm. and kind of like oh, kind of oh, catch flights, not feelings, and all all them kind of hashtag. And I'm just like, you actually really didn't, did not give a shit mm. that you did this to this girl. Yeah. What is it that's in you that mm. thinks that this is okay? Because mm. he's never held a dirty slap before. But this is it. Mm. I'm like, that's kind of, to me, he's a bit of, of a sociopath. Mm. You have to have absolutely no kind of empathy, yeah. no kind of nothing for another person. Mm. You don't know what she had to do to get that £1,200. Yeah. That might, be, might have been her last yeah. grand in her, her account. Yeah, And you took right. it. Yeah. Like, I was watching um, Love and Hip Hop in the Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Mm. And at the moment, there's a storyline between K. Michelle and this girl called Paris. Oh, I've seen who's it. Who's a personal assistant. Yeah. They're now no longer speaking. Yeah. Because she said she stole money from her. Mm. So reading the comments from people, people are like, oh, it's only $300. Okay, mm. Michelle, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's like, this is such a big thing. And I thought to myself, there's two ways of looking at this. Mm. If the girl is, was Kay Michelle's assistant at the time, you know, sometimes assistants have access to whoever they're working for in terms of, like, their credit cards and stuff so they can run around and do errands for the person yeah. they're working for. If that's the case, I then heard Kay, it was that situation. That's on you then because yeah. it should not be coming out of her pocket yeah. to go to the store to pick up your dry cleaning. It's your dry cleaning. Yeah. Yeah? Or if it's, there's the other way around where Paris is like, oh, you know, it's just an account I can use yeah. for my personal bits and pieces... Then Kay is in within within the rights. Like that is my money, and everyone's speaking as if because they know Kay Michelle has money because she works and then you don't know how much money she's got. Yeah. All the flashing lights that you see and all the smoke and mirrors that you see with her before before you know it, she could be like grands in the red. Mm. It's just appearances, and yeah, it's her it's, money it's as very well. Easy to fall into. The yeah. When you actually make a lot of money. Right. Exactly. Very easy, yeah. and it's like I don't like this attitude of people. Well, you've got it anyway, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does matter. It's the principle no, you're of thing. Right. I think the only thing that I didn't like about the scenario and why I'm kind of, you know, I can't really support Kay Michelle because I think Kay Michelle's a bully. Yeah, And yeah. I think the way she went about mm. the whole scenario was awful. She used her platform to really tear that Paris girl down yeah. and that really affected her, affected Paris's livelihood, mm. her reputation. So I'm not saying, oh, it was only $300, but it's not like she broke into your house and yeah. she's, you know, that wasn't the scenario. Kay Michelle's got a nasty personality. Yeah. Also, as well, if you felt that badly about it, you could have done what my girl did on Twitter. Go to the Call law. the police. Go to the law, but you didn't want to do mm. that. You, you, you just wanted to be nasty, and that's mm. what I don't like yeah. about Kay Michelle. And that's why I, I can never really be a fan of her, because... And this is this is go, digressing slightly. This is one of the dangers of social media, not social media, reality TV. Mm. Because for somebody like me, if I start seeing all these kind of horrible personality traits, I'm never really going to buy into your art. It ruins it for me. Mm. I can't. I'll never be a fan of Kate Michelle. She can make the baddest album ever. 
I'm unlikely to buy it. I'm not interested in her yeah. as I'm a person. I've seen person. too much yeah. smack. It's horrible. Mm. So, you know, just be warned. My fifth takeaway, though, mm. going back to Fraud Bay, is this. Everything that glitters is not gold. Mm. You see this You see this 419 um, <laughs> stunt gang life? Mm-hmm. Like it's image as, gang. It's as image gang. Mm. It's as old as the hills. <laughs> it's been done. But I think one of the differences, one of the differences between now and kind of back in the day was, back in the day, I think when people were on bits and you knew the people that who were on bits they would kind of like say they were on bits. Do you understand what yeah, I mean? There was yeah. a certain type of person that did certain things and then you knew that that was how they made their living. And, you know, I'm not saying that it made it right, but they were out there and that's who they were. You mm. knew. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I think the difficulty for young people today is that... Stunt gang and image gang, they're not telling you where they're getting their piece from. And actually, they might be stunting on you and stealing on you to stunt on you. That's how it is because people are so much into this get money lifestyle Mm. that they are doing everything and anything. And I just think it's... That's the thing yeah. that, that, that I think girls need to realise as well. I Instagram as well. Yeah. Now people want to flaunt it, like really flaunt yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because wasn't there that story of that um, Instagrammer and she appeared to have uh, some kind of flossy, flossy life. Maybe she was doing like um, YouTube videos, but then I think she had some kind of immigration problem and then she set up oh, yeah, a, um, yeah, yeah. a GoFundMe Go and then mm. people were rinsing and shouting out like, how dare you have that when mm. you're showing us all mm. of this? And she was like, it was just all image. I'm just, you know, that's the thing that people need to realise. You're like, you know, girls are out there meeting guys. Guys are out there meeting girls and nobody's looking at, not nobody, but people aren't judging people on the inner self anymore. It's mm-hmm. about, oh, Gucci gang. <laughs> oh, she's got this Fendi tech. That oh, mean, this, yeah. that. Do you that, see what that, I'm that, saying? Yeah. Oh, he drives this, he drives that. But you don't know what he's doing to get that. That could be a, that could be a stolen car with false number plates on it mm. and you're just there rolling around. My man's 21 and he drives a, whatever that car is. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I just feel like people need to check themselves before they bloody wreck themselves, man. Yeah. Because all this chasing shine shine, as we call it in <laughs> Nigeria, all this chasing shine shine is what's even causing that guy to do that. If that guy hasn't got the peas to take his girl to Paris... Take her to Hyde Park. Why? You, why do you have to go to yeah, Paris? Stay your backside at home. At home. Then you get when you get your right. money up, you can go wherever you go want. Wherever you want. What makes trying you trying to go in someone else's deal? What kind of man is from, that? Oh, it's not even. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something about me. If that is, if you're looking at me, and you're interested in any way, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and you're interested in and any the, but way, but that is the way that you think. I, I can't be with someone like you because I'm, I'm actually looking at you in embarrassment. It's disgusting. I'd, I'd rather be with someone with a bunch of ambition and 
is actually going places, like setting up things to that, so that he can actually progress and get yeah. to where he wants, rather than someone who literally was just wants to be a bum. Just, yeah, that's what he is. He's I a just, bum. Things don't impress me at all. And I think people I like go getters, yeah. not go getters for somebody else's things, yeah. but to go and get their own. Yeah. But I think we've lost the understanding of what a bum is. Like, people will probably, you know, look mm. at that uh, kid at college that's not wearing the latest trainers and, you know, they don't look fresh to death every day and they'll, they'll think that's the bum. Mm. That guy's not a bum. Mm. That girl's not a bum. That girl's just regular. That mm. guy's just regular. regular. The yeah. bum is someone that's out there defrauding. Shine, shine, life. Defrauding, doing actual Do criminal activity. It's so funny because it's like all that energy that you spend in trying to scheme and plot to get somebody else's shit, you can use that energy to actually get what you want in a legal way. Mm-hmm. Why would you then, why would you use all that talent that you have for clearly planning and plotting, but you're trying to do it so that it benefits you in a way, in a way that seemingly makes you look like you're actually earning money off of your own back. Because it's short-termism, it's bumminess, it's it's all of those things. Big people, yeah. Anyway, yeah, you'd have to get fucked up. So if you go, did that no, me, you're right. Pain. So go and go. <laughs> if you haven't read that thread already, what's the girl's Twitter name? At, um, her name is at Blessed Angel. But if you just hashtag Fraud Bay, it will all come it'll up. Just come up, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, darling. Next time, look after you. Look after your funds better before you. I'm telling start you. Start handing out to anybody. Man, you don't especially. trust some hoes. <laughs> the hoes being the, the guys. Loyal. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, legal, legal. Show. Have you got any tidbits of advice? So my tidbit of advice is this week. Um, let me think. Okay, so, for example, for example, I'm actually just freestyling this one. But, for example, this guy that's done this thing, Mm. right? It's all fun and games, isn't it? When you're young, it's all fun and games. You're just doing, doing, doing. But this, (laughs) this um, conviction now, it can block how many things? So this is not about a legal career, but it's about legal it's ramifications. Life, yeah. So um, I know somebody now, but actually he's, he, he's gone beyond it. He's gone beyond it. Um, this guy who had a conviction for, for drugs, importation mm. of drugs. I don't know how this young kid got caught up in it. Well, I do know, um, unfortunately. But when I say I don't know how, Mm. because he just wasn't the usual suspect for it. And for a long time, that conviction impeded his ability to travel to certain countries. And he was getting quite well-known and big in certain music circles. Mm. Mm. Um, And that would have... Not as an artist, but his kind of behind-the-scene work and all the rest of it necessitated, to a certain extent, him going abroad. Yeah. And it actually it actually stopped it for a while. It stopped it. And as an artist, you need to travel. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, you know what? I don't know, because I remember... I think I had to write or I had to read over something for him, or I might even have helped him through some kind of application. This was years ago now. So I don't know if he's, if he's yet able to go into America still. Mm. But, oh, so, yeah, and they're not messing about with their... 
they're really not. Yeah. So my, I think my thing is my 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 um, point for this week is, and it can go for it can go for any um, career or business. But if you know that you have your mindset on something further down the line, you got to pay attention to what you're doing in the here and now. Mm you got to pay attention what you're doing in the here and now because some things can have legal ramifications that can just that can just cut you off from getting to where you need to be yeah and you know another just a little side b to that the b side to what i'm saying is that's talking about it from the legal side but i say the same in terms of relationships as well so last week i was talking about networking and networking mm. properly to just tag on to that and to what i've just said it is relationships. You see, if you burn bridges early yeah. and you start acting out stupidly and it's, you know, little things mm. like, let's go back to that Steph London scenario. Mm. Imagine if Steph takes a side mm. and then, you know, further down the line, there's an opportunity to collaborate somewhere and then the opposite of the side that you've taken says, no, I don't want mm, you. Mm. And it's a big deal because mm. you wouldn't just mind your business. You've now burnt a bridge from something that's got nothing to do with you. So it's the same lesson yeah. that I'm saying. You've got to think about every step you take in the here and now because mm -hmm. it can have ramifications for the long term. So that's my tidbit for today. Mm. My tidbit. It's my Fitbit, as I like to call it. Fitbit. My Fitbit. Ladies, ladies, ladies. <laughs> Engage your core. I want to talk to the ladies. That's actually a good point. Mm. Your personal trainer or your fitness instructor, whoever it is you're, you know, that you've hired to help get you into shape, listen to them. My, I have a trainer for myself, mm. and his favorite saying is trust the process. Mm. So essentially, it's like, be patient with your body. Yeah. You will get there. Yeah. I've devised a plan specially tailored for you. Right. You just need to stick to the plan. Yeah. Stay on the path. How many times in our lives have we heard people t telling us, stay on the path, mm -hmm. keep going. Mm -hmm. It's there for you, yeah. written in black and white. Yeah. Don't go, don't deviate, yeah. stay there. The minute you start remixing, adding shit, taking <laughs> shit out, <laughs> plotting and scheming, yeah. ducking and diving, Cutting the left in. and right and doing all kinds of nonsense. Mm. You haven't trusted the process. Mm. Do not waste your money on getting a personal trainer or a nutritionist if you're going to go against what they're telling you to. Remember, they've, they've studied, well, hopefully, if you've done your work, mm. done your research, as I always encourage people to do, before they get any kind of fitness instructor or fitness professional to help them, you know, make sure that, yeah, you've done your research into them and make sure that, you know, you just, you, you have to trust in what they're saying. It's imperative yeah. to your process. Yeah. And actually at the end of the process, you're, you would have learned things mm. about yourself, how you respond to certain things, mm. whether it be exercise, whether it be food. Yeah. And you can actually take that with you. So it's not a case of just, oh, I've paid you for X amount of months to get me into this shape, blah, blah, blah. I can promise you by the end of it, mm. you would have learned so much about yourself. Yeah. And you can, you can take that with, with you wherever you go. Yeah. 
in a life. process is a process for it a is it really is and i yeah. feel like just just in general like we tend we live in a society now where okay case in point so you know that girl um kita nikita Nikita, remember Nikita and Terrell? They were like an Instagram couple. I know the names, yeah. They famously broke up because mm. apparently Terrell was, you know, stalking her, whatever the case may be. Mm. So they've gone their separate ways now. Mm. And she is now, I think she sells like an, a fitness ebook. Mm. And so there was a story where apparently either her or whatever company she works for used a before and after picture of somebody else. And posted it on, she posted it on her e-book as one of her testimonial peoples. So this was on um, UK Gossip TV. Mm. So I posted on there and I said, you know what? There's a lot of people out there that sell like these, these um, flat tummy tees and these um, waist trainers and all these things that are to me just a bag of nonsense. They're they're placebos essentially. They make you think that they work but essentially mm. it's you that's doing all of the work mm. but you're just adding a waist trainer or you're taking tea and then all the work that you put in you're thinking oh it's it's the tea that I'm drinking it's not it's you you're getting up in the morning working out for an hour yeah banging weights running up and down blah blah yeah. blah but you're accrediting that to your waist yeah. trainer so people were having a go at her and I said don't have a go at her have a go at yourselves because if I was Nikita or if I didn't have a flipping um if I didn't have principles, I would be selling Doing flat tummy well, tea yeah. and I would be selling waist trainers because simply because you lot don't do your research. Mm. Why wouldn't I do that? Mm, mm, mm. You know, I've had to spend so much time trying to re-educate people into how this is, as I said, this is a process. You can lose weight, you can gain weight, you can do anything just by working out yeah. and eating properly. You just need to know what's right for you and what's right for your body. But it's yeah, it goes through one ear and out the other. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there listening to people telling me, talking to me about waist trainers, and I'm looking at them like, what? No. You mean to tell me that you're impressed at the fact that you've wrapped a piece of plastic around your tummy and it's made you, you sweat. jump up and down? for about 40 minutes and then you've unwrapped it and then you're like, oh my God, look all the sweat under there. What do you think happens when you wrap <laughs> plastic around your body, yeah. body and then you get really hot? Mm. It's sweat. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like people, they really, I think it's because they want the quick fix and so they think that yeah. this is the quick way to get it. But the very thought of somebody who's never exercised before suddenly going into the gym suddenly having to change the way they eat. It's scary. It's a scary process. So it's Trust like, oh, oh, but that waist trainer, that looks really good. Let me do that. Yeah. And then they look at girls like Keisha Kaor, who coincidentally, as much as she has her own waist trainer, she's somebody that, that actually does work out yeah. on the regular and she eats well. But everybody bypasses that bit. They just see the waist trainer and they're really small waist and that you know, she looks great yeah so for me it's like i said trust the process if that is my tidbit or advice and also as well be patient with your body you yeah. didn't get that the way that you are overnight yeah so you're not going to lose it overnight yeah i'm yeah. gonna take that on board all right so, so let's do a very quick... shady corner versus your other light is there anybody that you want to throw in shady corner Not that I can think of at the moment. Um, we kind of missed... Did we, we recorded last week, did we? No, we week missed last before. week. We missed last week. Um, but what I will say, what should have happened last week is that all of the, these crazy white women who are just accusing black people of doing the most mundane, th- mundane things 
on the earth and then accusing them of, you know, just living. You've got a, a man trying to go into his house and some random white woman is following him and questioning him. You've got that crazy woman in Brooklyn, that, re that one really upset me almost That's to tears, who accused a nine-year-old boy of sexually assaulting her and then when they looked at the CCTV footage, found that it was his rucksack if that touched brushed that against, against her, what she calls a bum. Mm. And she was actually standing out there accusing a nine-year-old in front of his little sister of sexual assault and he, he, he damn near lost it. Mm. And I just looked at that kid and I just thought, that could be my nephew, that could be any child on the road and that woman, she just could not see what she was what she was doing was, was just wrong. And there's just been a rise of all of these unnecessary phone calls mm. being made to the police by these, by these white people, namely white women. Um, even Terrell, I mentioned him earlier on. He was on the train with um, a young black boy and he filmed an, uh, an altercation between him and a drunk white lady who decided to hit him on the head. They had to stop the train because she was going off. The other passengers on the train were like, what is wrong with this woman? Mm. Eventually, I think the next thing that happened was that she, you know, the people that work for the, the railway service, obviously they knew that there was a disruption. She got off the train and went and told the, um, the, the conductor that Terrell sexually assaulted her. Now, if there was no cameras, if there was no um, witnesses, and so. witnesses, no video, not, none of that, he would be in jail right now on her say-so. Mm. That's it. Mm. Yeah, all of those people. Yeah, so you lot can all go into yeah, Shady Corner. Like I said, we weren't here last week, otherwise you would have got a full barrel of it. But yeah. as we're short of time, I'm going to wrap that one up. But you know what? It, mm, anyway. Anyone for the light? The light Who the is light. here for the light? <laughs> we still haven't got a song Sad. for that. Um, um, I haven't got anyone. I'll just say Dave Chappelle again, because that was amazing, man. I was yeah. really just very quite honored to kind of be in his presence that day and he's yeah. just the coolest person and um i gave him a hug and he was like sweating bullets in there and he was like so sweet like oh no i don't, I don't want i was like are you mad like use <laughs> all of my Dave clothes man. <laughs> yeah with all the sweat you want because this will just go on ebay i'm sure it'll catch you know a good a pretty penny but yes i'll, I'll put him into the light because that was a cool moment, man. I really enjoyed that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so we're back. Same time, same place. Two girls and a mic. Yeah! Now we yeah. are out. <laughs> <laughs>